This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, ladies. I don't know about you, but for the past few years, I've been hearing a response from people who've been asked certain questions, and it always goes like this. Well, it's complicated. And I started wondering after a period of time why that's being said so often. I mean, why is so much having been complicated today? It seems like there were answers previously to even specific questions, you know, had specific answers, but seems like nowadays it's everything's complicated. Nonetheless, in our world today, I do understand there's a lot of talk about complications. I'd like for us to look at some complications that can affect the lives today of people and see if we can't find some solutions rather than roadblocks to this complicated life that we live in. To begin with, I think we each have to acknowledge the fact that we're in charge of our own lives. We're not in charge of the lives of others, nor are we responsible for others' decisions. Thankfully, <laughs> righteous living, being a godly individual, is not a complicated matter, though. So let's keep this in mind as we look to God's word about this. When God told Moses that Joshua would follow in his footsteps, <clears throat> excuse me, leading the Israelites, Joshua was, was very plain with the people in explaining to God's children what the plan would be. And most of you I know are familiar with this very important answer that Joshua makes to the people, or advice. He says, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods of your fathers that you serve that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And we can read this in Joshua 24:15. This statement actually kind of serves as a guideline for all who would love God, love man, love family. And again, it's still a choice to serve God. To denounce the gods of this world, whether they be great or little g-gods, made of wood or metal, or the gods of worship, such as money, fame, preeminence, or anything that would take our sight away from the true and living God of the universe. That's really not complicated, is it? The complication lies within our heart struggle to either do what we want to do, that which feeds the flesh, or the bank account, or maybe the ego, or just to do what God has commanded us to do. So let's think about our Lord Jesus for just a minute. Did he not teach us, warn us, that there would be distractions, desires, heartaches, if we were to serve him and live righteous lives for God, walk in his footsteps? He did. Even a cursory reading of the gospel accounts will answer that question without any complication. We knew when we became Christians what we would have to endure. With this thought in mind, who did Christ exempt from this, not one individual, not even himself, the Son of God. He lived through the trials and tribulations of this world. He lived through the temptations of this world and without sin. Now granted, every man is going to sin and fall short of the glory of God. We know that. We can read that in Romans. But our goal is to be as sin-free 
as we can each moment and keep that concept in our minds and hearts. The Bible's not only the inspired Word of God, but within its holy pages, we're commanded to study it to show ourselves approved to God. We have these commandments God has given us to be workers who need not to be ashamed and to handle that truth properly because we know and we understand the truth that studious behavior will bring and how it will keep our souls till we depart from this world. 2 Timothy 2.15 and Jude 1.24 For the life of me, I do not find that to be complicated in any way, shape, or form. It's very straightforward. The people on the day of Pentecost did not find Peter's sermon to be complicated in the least. He laid the sinful act that killed our Lord at the feet of those who denied Christ and those who participated in the death of our Lord and Savior. But he didn't just point out the evil deeds that were done regarding the ungodly and atrocious torture and ultimate death of our Lord. Peter gave the solution of forgiveness to those who participated, those who were silent partners of that horrific event. Acts chapter 2 recounts this amazing sermon, and within that chapter lays the pathway toward heaven. If you've never read or studied that, I would plead with you to do so. It should bring great joy to your life to know that there is a place where there really are no complications for your decision-making process, whether it be upon this earth as his child or when we get to heaven where there will be no sin. There aren't many things in this world that truly are all that complicated. While the astrophysicist will repetitively ponder over the laws of physics and chemistry to seek to understand the universe and our place in it, seeking to find the birth, life, and death of stars, planets, galaxies, nebulae, and all that. The Christian knows that this is, always has been, and will continue to be the omnipotence of God. Mankind has been supplied with all the answers they will ever need to produce a faith that will not waver. The Bible has given us enough information to know that God created this dwelling place for mankind because He loves us that much. And though, although studying these things of science are interesting, and yes, somewhat complicated, if you think about the chemistry and mathematics and physics belong and all of that, I certainly don't have all those answers. The road to heaven, to dwell with the one who has created the universe, has all the answers, and it is not complicated. And it will not be found in a science textbook. It's understandable. We have a very specific guide to our destination if we'll just pick it up, read it, and follow the instructions written within it, never substituting, revising, or changing those instructions. It's my prayer, and I know that it's the prayer of all those listening, that everyone would do just that, and it's certainly God's will. Acts 17.30 states just that. At the times of this ignorance God winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. Remember, ladies... We typically bring about the complications when we deviate from God's truth. Most things that are truly complicated are brought about by failing to follow the commandments of God. Fornication, idolatry, covetousness, malice, hatred, murder, lying, cheating, filthy language, any and all sin. We could probably write volumes of various types and subtypes of sin. Well, that would be depressing, wouldn't it? Still in the end... We're going to make choices. Any sin will keep us from heaven. Regarding our relationships, 
whether it be with individuals or our attachments to sinful practices in the world, when and if we would honestly just sit down and analyze them, keeping God's Word in the forefront of our minds, it will allow us to get to the root of the problem and at least take care of it on our part. There is nothing that cannot be uncomplicated when we open the book and search for the answer. Thanks be to God for his marvelous instruction book on living godly in an ungodly world. Ladies, we have much to deal with in our lives. It can get very frustrating, I know. And we need to make sure that we don't enter into any compromising situations that create so-called complications for us. Study, patience, prayer. If all of these go before we act, it will help us to be the best servants for God that we can be. He will be pleased, and we will live much more peaceful lives in our homes, our congregations. Even the world is going to be a much better place to live. I thank you for listening. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.